that. What's up, buddy? Do I have a story for you? Do you want to hear about the time I lost my virginity? <laughs> what, what, if, what if you start like this? Hi, welcome to the Cream Crew Podcast. You know, Tom, I never lost. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 27 years old. When did is you that lose fucking your true? Virginity? I bet that's true, isn't it? That is true. Why don't we start with you? How did you lose your virginity? I lost, well, what kind of virginity are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I lost, my I lost my virginity in my early 30s. I was just more, more <laughs> focused on scholarly work and finishing my masters and stuff. So I was. Uh, Come on, man! Give, me, give me the give me the juice. Don't don't hit me with these lies. My virginity. Yeah. How old were you? I was 15 as well. Liar, liar. I was 15. Dude, I can see your face. You're not losing your virginity at 15 with a mug like that. Okay. Well, you are <laughs> underestimating. <laughs> You're underestimating these eyes and the and what humor can do. Uh, as a, as like a born comedian, I'm well aware of what humor can do, and you do not have it. <laughs> okay, all right, dude. First off, who's <laughs> carrying this podcast all the time? Me. This me. guy. This nope. guy. No, you're just a this third wheel. This guy. All right, you. Were you 15. know what, view, view, viewers, viewers. What I want you to do, who carries this show? Put it down in the comments below. Is it Tom or is it the other people. Okay. Well, first off, racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you, well, you're so you, you were you so were 15. eager. I'm sorry. You, no, no, were, no, 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 no. You were 15. You, you, you sat there. You were 15. No, 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 no. Just to give viewers more context, okay, real quick. Go on, then. Everything he's you about to say is a lie. Context. No. To give the viewers more context. Tom approached me this morning and he was like, "Oh, bro, I have to tell you about the time that I lost my virginity." And I was like, "Oh, that'd be kind of funny." But then he kind of just, like, I don't know. He just really harped onto it, so it better be a good story. You're really building it up, so let's see if it's good. I You're really want to know how, how you lost yours first. Because I lost my virginity. Yeah, I want to set Why up a you, bad story. You, you, so you came, you came to, to this. Better. Okay. Uh, you say, a, you say a, bad, a bad story? <laughs> That's what I said. Prove me wrong, motherfucker. I lost my virginity when I was 15, and the first thing she said when I took off my pants, she said, how like she just said how is it that big and i thought to myself <laughs> that's kind of odd like i was like well i mean kind of overweight she's not like she said no that hog in between your legs and at first i thought she was touching my thighs because they would touch together because i was a fat kid and i was like no like i mean no she's like no you're 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 hog and she came like seven times and that was the first time that i Dude, that, that i had nice. what was your what was your also it was in it was in a movie theater we were watching her be fully loaded <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Lindsay Lohan was fucking hot back then. Yeah, I was like, hey, can you just like can step you to sit, the side yeah. so I can I see Lindsay wanna, Lohan? That I was my first time. Lindsay Lohan <laughs> caress his fucking car. I was that I was that much of just like a fucking like alpha, like a wolf, like a like a Wall Street tycoon guy type guy. He's like, just look over that way. You're like, hey, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to watch a film. Yeah. Oh, Herbie. Yeah, I was like, oh, Herbie. I was, I was, I was, I was coming over life. the Volkswagen. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Herbie is fully loaded. Right. Oh, no. I, I thought of it, but I didn't, I didn't drop that. It felt too easy. Well, I did. Are you going to talk about your stupid virginity story or not? You built I wanted, it this I whole wanted time. to bond. I wanted to bond with you over yours first, but if I have to lead the charge, like the you light brigade, you made it seem you're like, I'll do so. You're, you were like, do you want, do you want to hear it? I'm like, yeah, sure, Tom. Just, yeah, I'm like, yeah, but do you, huh? do you want to hear? Uh, Dude, do you I have, a, hear it, I have a, such a finite amount of stories. I've really got to <laughs> hype up the, the, the ones <laughs> that are vaguely interesting. I have three major experiences in my life, and this is one of them. It's true. All right, well, just tell. All right, all right, see. I'm gonna get to it. So, um, back in back in school, I don't know if it was the same for you, but it felt like everyone was just like down dicking constantly. You're you're like 
14 years old and you're like, oh, everyone's having sex except me, which is, of course, not true, like, in the slightest. But no, you, but I thought that, you know? Was it the same in America? Was it that, like, vibe? Yeah, I would say so. And I think that if people were getting action before you, you'd call them sluts, especially if they were girls because you're 15 and you're like, she kissed Bryce? What a whore. Well, and I think I talked. I, yeah, I talked well, about yeah, this before because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it weighs but, on your mind constantly. Yeah, because then secretly you're just like, I wish she would have kissed me, <laughs> type deal. Well, the yeah. the uh, it didn't. I did, it's weird. I didn't have that kind of like. It didn't have that feeling where I went to school. I don't know if it's England, but like you wouldn't call a girl a slap. She fucked someone, I guess, or or vice versa. Maybe it was just me. It could have just been that fucking whore. Yeah, everyone, you're like a child of God. Like, what are you talking about? She just kissed. She, she just kissed the guy. It's no big deal. I'm like, heathen bitch. <laughs> and I just, like, go, go to the men's locker room and just like cut my inner thighs. Ah! <laughs> fucking hit yourself with one of those like back whips. <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the fucking the whore type thing. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I love you, God. I love you. I'm just like whipping myself back. Some kid's like occupied, occupied, <laughs> like in the stall. He's like just taking it. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think I basically like. Oh, I'm gonna have to be careful with how I who I implicate in this. Say her, uh, say her full name and her address <laughs> and everything. Well, basically, I always used to go to a family member for advice about women because, unsurprisingly, I was not some sort of hot shot with the ladies. Um, so I was like, how do you make girls not think you're fucking weird? And I think, I think my family member, not naming any names or what relation of family they are, got tired of this. And he and slash or she said, uh, i tell you what, if you can lose your virginity by the end of this summer, because it was summer break, which isn't as long as America. It's not like three months. It's like six weeks. Was his mom. Was his mom who said this? It was, it was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Tom, you got to stop asking me <laughs> how to finger fuck girls. You get, you... If you lose your virginity by the end of the summer, I'll buy you an Xbox. <laughs> well, it was, yeah. uh, it was 50 quid, which is, I don't know, $70. Um, she just, said if you lo- she said if you lost your virginity by your fifth by the summer she'd give you fifty quid. Yes. Wow. It wasn't my mum, by the way, but we'll just go with right. that for the sake of the story. <laughs> so my mum said, you know, fifty quid, lose your virginity by the end of summer. It's on. And I was like, okay, well, fuck. Now I've got like the perfect incentive. Um. So again, not being much of a hot shot with the ladies, I decided to take the like logical, I more more of a sniper approach. Than a, mm. than a shotgun <laughs> approach. <laughs> I'm making this sound like I'm super the, rapey. The, 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 the woman is going to die, but, a <laughs> but a different way. No, what I mean is I employed, I employed like, uh, tact instead of just being like, hey, uh, or trying to flirt or anything. I just, I approached my female friends, all two of them, and I was like, do you know anyone who has such low self-esteem and loose value of themselves that they will just sleep with me i told them all about i laid it all up front this is for a bet this is a deal there's no like romance or love involved this is just to fulfill the criteria and get my money so i can buy like candies or whatever um what a fucking fairy tale british britain (laughs) right all the american viewers are like 50 bucks and you're just gonna spit it on candy (laughs) like what kind of fucking deal is that I didn't have many, many things in uh... <laughs> can I sl- Can I sleep with one of your mates so I can buy me some candies? They're like, what? Right, well, no, they were they were all on board for it anyway. And uh, they asked around and there were some, you know, there were some nibbles, but no follow-throughs. 
Um, and anyway, one of the girls that I asked to help me, uh, basically it was the last day of that summer, like that summer break. And I was like, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get this, this bet. If I don't find someone like, would you just do it? And she was like, well, why are you shaking your head? <laughs> I just, because I, <laughs> I, like, you can continue your story. Go ahead. I, I, she said, yes, more or less is the moral of the story. And I was like, tight. All right. It's <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> i was supposed to like go to her house and then she was like yeah we we can't use my house my parents aren't there uh but i did scout some location <laughs> <laughs> this is this is dipping in i mean I, you know what you know what i was uh i i before i knew it i was knee deep in cringe and i like looked down and i'm like i'm uh-oh all right go ahead oh well run bro yeah so anyway she scouted some locations there was there was some uh some choice places but we ended up uh, in the behind a train station, like in an alleyway, <laughs> fucking like twelve, twelve in the in the morning, like full broad daylight. God, I remember there was like skyscrapers kind of overlooking. Just... At high noon? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm, I, wow. I can't drive. I have to get a bus back at five p.m. I can't do wow. this at night. I fucking yeah. I lived in like a hamlet of a hundred people. Like buses. To get to yeah, a town yeah. with locations, yeah, I, I didn't have a lot of choice, Hunter. Mm. So anyway, I was like, oh, okay, I suppose this is good. And I remember distinctly, like, the first thing she said is like, I'm not going to blow you. And I was like, o- okay. Didn't, hey, know, didn't know we they were... Bo- still, they still <laughs> say it today, am I right, boys? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I was just like, I didn't know we were bartering, but okay, that's fine. I'm not really asking for anything in particular. Dude, it was... I First off... I did not get hard. I got like half a chub going. I was basically I couldn't get hard because I was so fucking scared and embarrassed, and I could mm. hear people all around us. And uh, then she was like, oh, "Fine, God!" And she then she started to blow me. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately renegated on her one ground rule. <laughs> yeah, not much of a concrete rule at all. Though. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> oh God. So anyway, that I was like, oh. Okay, that that feels pretty good, and uh, it got me like half a job. I still was too scared to get like fully erect. Um, she she produced the condom. I I some... you, you didn't even you didn't even bring your own condom. <laughs> Did you come prepared, woman? <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. I was you don't expect this to actually happen, you know. I thought it'd just be kind of a bit of a runaround, but. Anyway, she had the foresight to to bring the prophylactics, and uh, I I put it on my half chubbed dick, and I like entered her for three seconds <laughs> like a marshmallow in a coin slot. Just, like, pressing All of up these and... descriptions are terrible. I hate when people say I entered her. It's like a giant like it's like a giant like mansion door. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're if, if you're if you're half if you're half chubbed up, you're just like smashing it in there. You're not even like really putting it in. You're just kind of like pushing it in with your fucking thumb, and you're just like, <laughs> I was yeah, literally, it was just like smushing against like the yeah. exterior futilely. But uh, anyway, long story short, I, I got I got the job done, and that doesn't mean I came. It was literally, I was like, well, this did counts. You, uh, I crossed the threshold. Did you bring the, like, used condom back to your mom to show for proof? <laughs> or could, could you have not have just lied the whole time and, like, yeah, I, fu- I, I, I fucked. I fucked. I fucked I did the it fuck. Awesome. Nah, like, I um. Did, I completed the fuck, yeah. Well, obviously I didn't come because it was just terrifying. Um, So after I felt like I'd honored the terms of 
the deal. I just <laughs> took off the fucking Johnny and like tossed it, tossed it to the side. Maybe it's still there to this day. She fucking like, <laughs> oh, I guess because I like fingered her a bit. First time I ever did that too. She like sprayed my hands with like Axe body spray. <laughs> so, because we were... <laughs> Because we were meeting some other friends like that same day, and she you're uh, gonna you're gonna want to smell <laughs> like this, and that my pussy. Yeah, basically. Wow. Huh. Um. So anyway, long story short, got it done. I got fucking gypped on the money. I only got thirty quid of the fifty quid. Mm. I got Mom, fucking short change. Moms don't like to honor. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So that was a. Dis- I don't even know if we should even <laughs> share this. This was. It- I rem- like I was watching this and I was like, if there's, if there's children present, I feel like I'm like, oh my god. Well, that's that's a fuck, that's a fucked up thing. Is like I remember two years later, um, I I told my mum like what I just told you more or less with less less like details, obviously. And uh, I remember her getting, more details. Yeah, I remember her because oh, obviously my mum wasn't the person who you know set the deal forth, but I remember no. her being like really upset about it. She was like you're joking right like that's and i was i remember thinking at the time i was 17 i was like why are you so weird about this like who, who cares it was like funny mum. and then um now that i'm like 27 you look at a 15 year old person and they're a fucking child like they might as well be wearing diapers yeah. and like yeah. kind of it kind of makes sense well, <laughs> it's just like fucked. Yeah. you're like my baby <laughs> Well, the, the thing that, especially as 15 year olds now and stuff, you think that you're so old and sophisticated. And especially for men, you, before, I remember there was a period of time where I did not give a fuck about girls at all. Yeah. I didn't even want to fucking jack off or anything. It was just like, you're living, you're living free. And then all of a sudden you're an ape and you're just like, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all you can think about so then it's just more it becomes and then that's like kind of the whole deal of being like and then all those movies start making sense like the comedies where it's like the guys are like we gotta get laid man oh yeah we gotta get you. laid <laughs> and you're like you're like oh, I, I get it now i i can i, I feel with their their pain and their struggle, but, yeah. this is so profound also any person that says they had a good first time is a fucking liar always. yeah there's no there's no way it's like uh, it's like you're uh, I don't know fixing a car for the first time or whatever with no instructions besides <laughs> besides watching a master builder. It's like if you took a ma- like this is a better analogy if you watched a like a master class ad on YouTube <laughs> Neil Gaiman and then you decided to write your first book. It's not going to be good. Okay, it's, it's like and I'm comparing that to like because people were like oh well porn. It's like eh, I'm going to do. He's like you're not going to. Yeah, first you're off, you're not like a fucking stallion yeah. porn star. You, you, first off, you're not like a jacked six foot three Puerto Rican man with like a 12 inch cock. You're, <laughs> you're just not. So like picture yourself in that situation. You're like, Ooh, yeah, I don't think stick to your limitations. <laughs> Keep it biblical. Yeah. So, Stoner uh, is what I'm saying. Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Kill her for being a fucking whore. You just keep going back to that. Well, can't help yourself. I can't. I'm still there. I, I lied to everyone and said that I got married, but really... Well, no, now that just... now that you're married, you can fucking let out your rage and frustration on your poor wife. Ah! <laughs> yeah. She's like, why are these yeah. scars on your back? <laughs> you tripped and fell. I always hated that excuse for, like, domestic abuse stuff. I fell. You're like, what, down, a, like, a w- steep 12-foot fucking cliff onto a rock into your eye? Yeah, I, I knew a girl who was in, a like, a, an abusive relationship, and let me tell you something. It's not how they say it is in the movies. Where you know where like the guy sees and he's like, "What happened?" She's like, "I didn't. It's an accident. We were just. I, I fell." And the guy's like, "Hey, no, 
Like, what happened? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot more like, uh, what happened? <laughs> She's like, I fell down some stairs. It was like an accident. And you're like, damn. You should watch out. You gotta watch out. The <laughs> I feel like you're way more apt to believe people when they're just like, oh, I just I slept. And they're like, you're like, shit, yeah, fuck, I've tripped on some steps. You're like, my shins really are. You're like, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I fucked myself up on some stairs, but not to that extent. Kind of makes you feel like less stupid or something. You're like, I just hit my shins, didn't fucking beat up my whole face. That's, <laughs> you, that's you a dumb bitch. for me. Fucking watch, yeah, your, well, watch, watch learn, your steps. Jesus. Learn to walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why does it look like that one's like a ring or like a or a fist or something? So why does that look yeah, like just... the perfect diameter of a cigar? Yeah. <laughs> What's that burn for? Oh, we were cooking. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> that, that cooking fat will get you. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch out when you're cooking pretty oh, crazy dear. in the co- kitchen. Yeah, that's why the the phrase it comes from. Too hot in the kitchen. Okay, like okay. <laughs> All right, I think we should uh, uh, we should address the elephant in the room. We, oh yeah, well we were having such a good time, we forgot all about him. It's true. Uh, Donald is not here today, Mister Don Gregor, not here. Don Gregor he is, slash gets. Yeah, he is absent. He is uh, currently in Cambodia. We don't know why he went there. He just said he had a. He just said. I have a ticket and, I ref- and I'm not going to cancel my flight. And I thought that was kind of odd, kind of scary. He uh, he does seem to favor Asian countries. He does. He's very into Asian culture. If there's one thing I love about Don is the assortment <laughs> of uh, katanas he has up on his wall. Dude, fucking bitches be getting wet when Don when they see Don's katana collection. Let me tell you, they do. They do. He's a he's definitely a ladies' man. I would say six foot nine of raw sexual energy. <laughs> And he, let me tell you something. Deep, deep voice. Deep voice. The women love his croaky bullfrog voice. They do. Well, some of the viewers don't know, or the listeners don't know, <laughs> is that Don has kind of a silly addiction. And what I mean addiction is this man, I don't know how to say it. Do I, should I just dive into it? I don't think there's really a way to beat That's around the bush do. as he would. You know? <laughs> yeah. Dude, you are slick. Yeah. Yeah, Don, let me tell you what someone Don's probably doing right now. Don <laughs> is probably eating a big plate full of pussy, is what I imagine. <laughs> there is something I found out about it's Don. True. Don Don is a man who loves to give back, if you know what I mean. He once told me, many moons ago, he told me, he was like, oh yeah, you know, I almost got my dick sucked, but I told her no, and I said, I'm, I'm, I need to, he's, I literally said no. this, I need to chow down. No, I don't want that. I need to, I need to chow down. Is what he said. And I thought that was kind of gross because, I mean, if you were a girl, I don't think that you had to get your, you know, pussy all nice and wet if some guy said, I'm going to chow down as if it's like a Chinese buffet, you know, but <laughs> those are his tactics. And I imagine that, I imagine that when he is down there, because you have to also imagine when you eat pussy, you're laying on your stomach, usually. Unless you're in kind of you're different positions or whatever, Don is seven foot four, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. He has to look like a daddy long legs like tarantula, <laughs> just like burying his crawls out from under the bed. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a fucking, fucking scuttles over to her. This is, actually that's why they play that game. They call they play the game called tarantula, and they they he hides in the closet until she's dead asleep and he opens the, he opens the fucking, the, the, the closet door and then he crawls out on top of the fucking <laughs> ceiling, but his hand, his hands are on top of the ceiling, but his feet are still on the ground because he's so tall and he kind of just, he does, he's like, 
<laughs> he walks across the room and she's like, She has to wear earplugs because she'll wake up otherwise and <laughs> yeah, the surprise very, is ruined. He's very loud and actually they had to uh, plant the bed on the ground. Uh, it's it's actually, it's weird. It's uh, earthquake proof because he's so heavy footed with his massive fucking feet. If you can imagine the feet that are underneath a man who's seven foot six and he gets progressively taller <laughs> every time we talk about him. I, I tell you, it was a real surprise, like, because me and Don live together yeah. now, and also his girlfriend lives with us mm. uh, as well, but before it was just me and him, so, mm. so you know, it was normal, but when, when we got here, mm. I, I, heard the th- I heard the fucking stomps, mm. and then just hours of slobbering, just hours, right. and they've got a dog in their room, right? Mm. So for the longest time, I thought the dog was like going to town on some fucking kibble. Yeah, you would assume like, that it's absolute... like, uh, it, it's got a, a mouthful of peanut butter. The dog. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what it sounds like. You was, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like the uh, but, it sounds like the commentary track on an Airbud DVD up there. But no, it's a <laughs> it's Don. Literally, I mean, because I even hear it through Discord sometimes, which I thought was kind of odd. Is that I was like, is that a Tootsie Pop commercial? What is that? Because you just hear. <laughs> You don't. You don't need to like uh, give people a censored version. You could. You can just go the whole hog hunter. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm even giving. I feel like I'm trying to. I'm trying to lay out the information because what we're talking about is so staggering. People are like, oh, yeah, like he eats, pu-. you know, everybody eats pussy. Yeah, like who doesn't is fucking 2020. Yeah, exactly. Everybody, people eat ass and everything. And that's the weird thing about Don is that he doesn't eat ass. He sucks it, which I thought was kind of odd, too. He places his lips up to the asshole and, he's, and he sucks really hard until the, abs, until the ass prolapses itself. But then he <laughs> uh, but he likes to uh, he likes to lick pussy. He likes to chew on the clit like a piece of uh, Slim Jim beef jerky. And uh, it it really affects the personal relationship. You know, we record on Mondays because over the weekend, we usually do it. But Don is so sweaty and battered and tired from just chowing. And his jaw gets hinged. You know how many times he's like, oh, sorry, I can't record today, guys. My, my jaw's all locked up. I got locked jaw. And that's just from eating pussy the whole weekend. Well, I'm. You've probably heard him like clearing his throat a lot too. Yeah, he does. It on and that that is on the month on the Monday after the weekend. Mm. He's just trying to fucking clear out the liters and liters of fucking pussy gunk that has built up mm. over the course of the entire weekend. And frankly, it's fucking disgusting. That was one thing that he actually educated me on, which I thought was kind of cool. Was uh, he was like, you know, it's not hazardous to have like pussy juice in your mouth or anything like that, but it. And it, it crystallizes in a weird way in your throat as if it's syrup. So whenever you have a lot of it back there, you really get it choked back up in some different pipes. It gets in different crevices. So that's when, so if you ever hear him, if you ever hear Don on the podcast and he's like, <laughs> it's because he has pussy crystals in his throat and he's trying to uh, work them out. And uh, well, the, well, the fucked up thing is, though, is that like, through that process of clearing his throat to get the pussy crystals out, right. he's pav- he's like reverse Pavlovd his girlfriend to get more wet. Because mm. now when she hears that, <laughs> she associates that in a in a Pavlovian manner to him just fucking going to town mm. on her pussy. You know, a lot of times too, as it was a shame, she called me one day and she said, you know, I just, I need a break. I'm raw down there. It's kind of like, but he insists, you know, that's that that's his, that's kind of his forte, his, his, uh, his quote, as they as it were, his uh, catchphrase is, uh, you know, I don't care, I'm going in, and just it's kind of, it's it's like a, it's like watching Planet Earth when you're watching a uh, like a cheetah attack a very innocent animal or something that's really nice and cute, and then you just kind of feel bad. Except this time, it's a seven foot tall like gremlin man 
like feasting in some weird way, kind of like a lion, yeah, eating some kind of prey. It's, it, it's a bit, he's a, a cat, is what I'm trying to say. He's a feral cat going in. Well, I don't, I don't want to. You know, it's a sensitive time at the moment, mm. but at some point you have to ask, why does the gazelle keep letting itself get eaten? I wonder if the gazelle is trapped and feels like it can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that's a valid a valid point. I wonder where, where can the gazelle go? I wonder if the gazelle feels like, hey, is this as good as it gets? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, well, to be fair, the line's intimidating. The lion is intimidating. And sometimes you're afraid to fucking get off the, the brush. And fucking hop across the field and get out. Sometimes you just rather just stay put and ride the storm. I mean, you don't want to make the lion angry because you're going to make it worse. It you know how it gets when it's angry. That is true. I do think it's kind of odd because I remember Don said, oh, women can't, they don't feel down there. Women don't orgasm, which I thought was odd. And I thought to myself, well, Don, they do. I'm like, you just grit your teeth against the. Uh, he was well. He was very. He was very stern about it. I I do remember that conversation. He would not let it go. Very threatening. And I. Yeah. He he's kind of becoming, which we didn't want to. I guess we didn't really want to say why he's gone. But I think that just to be transparent with the viewers, we should. He's at a, a rehabilitation clinic, um, sorting himself out. He. Uh, he does have an addiction. In Mongolia. He's trying, exactly. Well, I say Cambodia, but Mongolia, one of those. And he crosses the border. There's a, there's more than one uh, treatment center. Yeah, he crosses the border with one footstep. And he uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he does have a problem. And uh, apparently the Cambodian or Mongolian or, uh, you know, they they have very good ways to help with addiction. Especially addiction that isn't plagued with. I think just uh, the the um, the the price on human life over there is cheap. I think if we really get to the brass tacks of it. Well, I don't. I don't think I necessarily. <laughs> I think all human life is pretty. I would say pretty equal. Hey, no, no. I hey, I agree. All human life is is sacred, but over there. In those systems, human life becomes worth less, and he, if you need to lose a few people to a <laughs> to a very rough time <laughs> and an insatiable appetite. I don't think that I don't think they're they, feeding. They'll, Don. they'll do that. I don't think they're feeding Don Don natives. I think that they're feeding Don unimaginable <laughs> amounts of Asian pussy. <laughs> which unimaginable amounts. Which I don't think was going to help because I was under the impression that he was going over there to get away from it. He was going to go. Well, he was going to yeah, go he, in the is. deep of the jungle. He was going to no, go in the no, deep of the jungle. No, no. Listen, listen, mm. listen. It's you know how when you get caught smoking a cigarette, they make you smoke the whole pack. Yeah, that is that is the the methodology that is. Uh, I, I think the science is supporting right now is the cure for this, and that is why he is thirty to forty women deep in Cambodia, Mongolia. You know, it, I the moral of the story. You know, he needs help. He needs help because. Something in his past has definitely happened. I mean, when you're dealing with somebody who is just full fledged addicted to eating muff, to eating that, to eating that salty cabbage, that we we know that he has done something. We don't know what yet. We're trying to find out. While he's gone, I can tell you what you should do with those two weeks, Tom. Is you should you should dig a little deeper. 
and you should figure out what's going on with him. I, I don't want to make any inappropriate connections or anything, but he does talk about his mom a lot. Well, well, his mom, uh, mom doesn't have a very healthy relationship, does she? Um, I don't know if it'd be my place to to say mm. one way or the other, but they did they did have a somewhat standoffish relationship because we lived at Don's mom's house for a while there, right? And um, well, it was they, odd that they were sleeping in the same bed, right? Well, yeah, I I thought uh, I, well, I didn't know first off that we were gonna reveal that on the podcast, but it's out there now, and we said it, so we said it. Yeah, they sleep in the same bed together. Um, a twin. Yeah. Going... <laughs> they have diff. They have separate. They have separate duvets, so it's not as weird as it sounds. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just remember that. I just remember he used to say "night night" and used to grab his mom by the neck. <laughs> <laughs> It, it always made those uh it always made those halo <laughs> land parties uh when we used to stay over at his house pretty awkward if i have to be honest uh, oh well yeah i thought she was just administering his uh back knee medicine mm. but come mm. to think of it that's you don't need that long no man needs three hours of back knee medic medication so something else was happening i just never dared to assume anything really I always thought that also he always uh, put on pro wrestling at an absurd, like it, it was so loud, um, which I thought was even weirder because usually when people are trying to mask sounds, they'll put on music or something, right? But I thought he, <laughs> since he's clever like that because I think he, I remember he had all those reruns of uh, WWE matches that he used to blare. I remember I used, we used to text him, we used to text him, hey, could you turn down the WWE? We can hear it from the other room. And then he would just send back the tongue emoji type deal. And I thought that was, I was like, what does he mean by this? See, this is actually flooding back a lot of memories. Because now I'm starting to remember last Halloween. Remember when he just kept talking for like about two months straight, he kept talking about how jealous he was of Scooby-Doo. And we were like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) We're like, yes, I do remember that. Yeah. That was strange. And he kept saying rut row. He said that for about two months. And he said, do you wish that you just had Scooby-Doo's tongue? Because I remember he used to watch the same sequence where this tongue, this large tongue comes out and it eats like a seven foot tall deli sandwich all at once. And I was like, oh, I mean, not really. I'd rather just be a sentient human being than like a weird talking dog. And he was like, and he just said, not me. There's a lot of times where I think he's wanted to hurt. I think he's wanted to hurt me a couple of times. And he hasn't, if I had to be honest. There's been a lot of times where I'll be in the restroom and he has the master key to every room in the house and he he just kind of lets himself in. Go on. And up. Sorry, it's just kind of emotional for me. It's understandable. And Do he, you find he often starts by sliding his abnormally long fingers under the door crack? And that's, they, that's usually how he, they come through and they, he tries to, he tries to tap, t- tap your toes with them. He hunts around and he tries to tap your toes and you're just like, fuck, quit it, Don. And you're moving your feet around trying to avoid his gangly fingers. But he always finds them. He always finds them. You know, and that's, does, and that's, you know why he does that is because he told me one time. I remember I was sitting in the room and I heard him chuckling in the bathroom. And it was because his cat was falling underneath the door. And he was in the bathroom and he was like... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he was like, he said, he sat there, he was chuckling to himself. He said, <laughs> silly games, silly games. <laughs> that's where that comes from. That's why, that's why when you see his, uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, Mel Gibson's movie, The Signs. The Signs, you see those kind of like long alien fingers drip underneath the door. And that's when you hear him from outside the door, and he's just like, <laughs> done, cut it out. <laughs> you do have to. That's one thing about him, though, is like he is kind of like an animal. Like he has a very simple mind. Like while he is masterful in the ways of, you know, brilliance, he does have maybe the mind of a four year old. So you do have to kind of snap at him to really get things across. Stomp on his toes, stomp on his fingers, whatever he's trying to do to you. He kind of has to be quick with him, or else he'll he'll get really fucking pissed. He he really is not a. I wouldn't say he's a house broke animal yet. Like I think he's definitely has a long way to go. Well, he's a. Uh, I think he mostly acts and relies on instinct. You know. You know he's actually he, he can't he can't even see. He go he he's he does nothing but smell. Maybe there's a connection there. You know. If you look at his eyes long enough, you'll realize that they're glass eyes. <laughs> He blinks. He blinks kind of as if it's like a, a robot, like he's never really blinked correctly before. So he kind of just, uh, you'll, you'll find that also he just stares into nothing a lot of the time. And he it's, will it's just very kind, of, unsettling. kind of blink really hard. And that's just because that's just what he thinks he should be doing. Yeah, the problem is, is um, all of the friction on his extremely dry eyes makes this horrific shuddering sound as he does it. And you can hear it. You don't know where he is. It's dark. You come through the door, but you just hear this sound. And I'll, I'll let our sound engineer put it in now. Yeah, like that. Yeah. And you're like, okay, Don. I know you're. I know you're there. <laughs> he sits in. He sits in dark. He sits in dark rooms. He sits in dark rooms away for people to come in. He sits in dark dark rooms and waits for people to come in. And then when they're like, Don, we I know you're in here, you just hear him <laughs> Silly games. <laughs> Silly games. Dude, I can't I can't fucking bring my wife through through the door with me at the same time. Cause he fucking starts taking in these long, deep breaths through his nose. Every time he's like Yeah. Well, he starts small. I I just hate whenever he gets past because there's three stages of uh, of attack. So whenever he smells you, you're okay. If you keep him in stage one, he's always in stage one, which he's always just kind of sniffing around. Stage two though is when he starts. He really starts licking his lips. He does. And then. Stage three is inevitably the the pounce, and he goes for the kill for sure. Well, I what I've what I've learned to do is I will like tap at the bottom of the front door, tap 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 mm. tap 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 tap, and as soon as I see his long slendery fingers come under the crack, mm-hmm. I signal to my wife who's at the back door, Go! and she has to yeah exactly she has to unlock the door, run fucking through, run up the stairs, run into our bedroom, and lock the door because she has she has five seconds before. Whilst Don slides his fingers back under the door crack and scuttles after her and tries to just fucking devour her pussy. Mm. Once he kind of grabs it, it's kind of like being around a dog that you're intimidated by that has like a chew toy. That he's, Don is he's a pit bull, I'll say it. Yeah, he's a pit. Yeah, I'll say it. I'd say he's a pit. Well, what really fucking pisses me off is his girlfriend 
just like every fucking pet owner I ever met tries to excuse his behavior. I'm like, statistically, Don, Don, Don is the problem. And she's like, he's a very good boy. Mm. He listens to me. He's very well trained and he's not. And she can't fucking see it because dog owners can never fucking see it. I, I do think and, it's weird. Uh, she says she says he's a good breed. And I'm like, he's human. Like, what what does that even mean? He's a good breed. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's just a human being. He's like, he's a good boy, huh? And I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't move fast around him. I kind of just, I kind of even sometimes if he try if he looks at me, I turn my back to him because I don't want him to feel threatened. And that's usually the general dynamic of how this works. Even getting him to be a part of this Creamcast was not, I mean, I would hate to say this because this is definitely, you know, this is not about, this episode's not supposed to be about Don, but, um, you know, we told him, I told him, I said, me and Tom are probably going to make a podcast just to see if we can, you know, have fun with it, do whatever. And I remember he got so angry. He got so angry. I remember he looked right at me and he put his he put his chin right into his fucking throat and he was just like, "If I'm not on that podcast, I will fucking kill you both." And I thought I took that threat very seriously. Well, it's it's progress because usually he just starts to kill himself. He does. He's a very yeah. That is true. You know, every day I definitely look through. Um, I look through the lens of. If he wasn't in my life anymore, would it make my life easier? And I think that inevitably the answer has always been yes. So I always try to egg him on to do it. But unfortunately, it always ends with him just saying silly games, silly games. And then usually that's when the woman that he's with gets the worst, gets the worst of it. Usually that's what that's the end of that relation. The Well, the end of that relationship. He goes too far. Is what we're saying. Don, no. That's how it starts. And that's Don, his no! favorite two words. Those, those are his favorite two words in the mm-hmm. English lexicon. When I he look, hears that. I remember that, 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 that was kind of weird. Um, that, that, that's weird. I remember we were, talking about like, we were talking about like, oh, what's your favorite work? And we were probably like, it was like a funny discussion we were having. We were like, what's my favorite word? Oh, it's probably fuck. Because fuck is so flavorful. It's like spicy, you know, whatever. It's just a fun it's, word. It's, it's, yeah, it's I remember variable. he just said my favorite word. He said, my favorite word is no. Just, yeah, just a bit of a... <laughs> It's okay. definitely it's definitely like a, a roadblock. It's like an emergency break. Kind of just halts whatever you're talking about, and then all of a sudden, you know, the game becomes uh, not a game anymore. It becomes very real, and it's horrifying. Well, all of all of that aside, I think we've got to give um, props to his current girlfriend for lasting as long as she has. Very long time. Because mm-hmm. because most of them have been drained of their lively essence at this point. Mm. You know. And she she has kept it going for <clears throat> months, years, years even. It's true. And so, and you got to ask, like, how does one person have that much uh, essence before just turning into a raisin? Right. Well, I think that multiple surgeries have helped. Definitely the procedures, which I don't know if we can get into those. Yeah, not, I, you got to congratulate her doctor, I suppose, as well, much as anybody. She's had, which I don't, I don't want to get into their business, but she has definitely taken the fat from. You know, various parts of her excess fat and different parts of her body, and had to reconstruct her pussy numerous times. Yeah, he'll he'll wear a hole in it in a day. A day he can he can open up a new cavity. The only way the only way I can describe how he eats muff is when you watch it. A... That was a uh, that was a sound bite we had. Uh, we put a we put a mic in the room. That was just we hated. I didn't want to make it that brief. Don, no! You don't fucking tell me no! 
And and just just hours. We have hours of that. And to give you a more real life situation or a, a visual that you might understand is like watching a dog that has like a sock toy and they don't really chew on it. They just tear at it and they tear all the stuffing out of the inside. That's exactly how I would say he does it. And it definitely goes. Once again, another sound clip, which I, these are horrifying, horrifying recordings. We, uh, I remember we bought him a, uh, I thought it was kind of funny. We, we bought him a, uh, an iPhone four. He doesn't know how to use phones. So we just tell him, oh, this is the newest, you know, this is the newest phone when really they're about, you know, fucking 10 years old or whatever. But we bought him an iPhone four and we put it, we put it on the setting. We just had it recording at all times. Cause once again, he's going to look at it and be like, <laughs> actually he came and look his glass eyes. So he can't even look at it. So he doesn't even know. So we had it recording and he just, th- those are the audio clips we got from those recordings. And it's, it's truly horrifying. We're, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let our sound engineer, Justin play, uh, play, play another one right now. Yeah. Once again, people, this is not supposed to be about Don. This is supposed to be just two friends who care about a guy they know. Who's uh, frankly tearing themselves, their partner, their their business partner, and their business <clears throat> partner's partner apart. I remember I was talking to Don's dad, and Don's dad was telling me, he was like, it's so hard having him as a son. It's so hard to say I love you to that, to that and I was like, he's he's done a fantastic job, Don's dad. Yeah, I will. He, I think it's fair to say, like, mm-hmm. well, it's like having. It's like what is your? What if your son is son is John Wayne Gacy, or if your son's Jeffrey Dahmer? You know, it's still your son, but you look at them as if you're like, where did I go wrong? But see, the thing with Don's dad is, he was like, I did everything the best I could. I remember Don. He grew up in a very nice neighborhood, upper middle class. He had, mm-hmm. he had the whole his he had his whole life in front of him, and then at some point there was just some kind of pivot, and that was just like I remember talking to his dad, and he was he that's just the only quote I can remember him saying, and it was just so powerful. He just said, "It is so hard to pretend that I love that," and he will he won't say his son. He just says that because I don't think he looks at it as a at, I don't think he looks at Don as if he's human. I think he looks at him like some kind of creature, an alien or something. Which can you blame him? Well, no, I mean. Uh, I, I spoke to him one time about um, Don's delivery, and he said mm. the fierceness of which he held onto his his uh, his mother's labia right. on the way out. Right. Uh, he knew he knew instantly something was wrong. He knew that wasn't thank God like he, a normal. Thank God he didn't have teeth. Thank God he didn't have teeth. Yeah. No, he just mm. gummed at them futilely. It, um, they did get him detached, but I I think that was going to set the tone for a long time to come. Yeah, that was that's definitely a. Uh... That's definitely like a precursor to a, a, a larger storm for sure. That was a that was a small crack of lightning in a larger storm for sure. I um I wonder if it would be prudent to see if we can get one of Don's family member in in the uh, the call to to tell their truth, like you were saying. I think um well I can probably I can probably try and see if I can't get somebody on. Hold on a second, let me see what happens. Hold on, I think we got somebody on the phone here, Tom. I'm gonna have to route them through. Ah. <clears throat> uh. 
Hello? Hey, is, is, is that Don's sister? Hello? Yeah, this is Don's sister. My name's Becky. Hey, Becky. Um, thank you for having me come on this. Yeah, can you, can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, there's a thunderstorm outside. It's so windy. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, hopefully this, the connection strengthens. We wanted to thank you for coming on to the, uh, the podcast to discuss. Oh my God, thank you for having me. Thank you. Your experiences is Don's... Thank you. Are you there? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. We're just trying to yeah. we're trying to figure out what where do we just want perspective, I guess, from somebody who grew up with Don. I mean, do you have any perspective with Don at all? Don, Don my brother Don? Yeah, I mean he loves eating pussy. <laughs> Wait, um I tell me if I'm overstepping my bounds, but maybe your friends? I just saw any Oh my god. Say that again? Oh my god. Oh no. Uh, what's wrong? Becky, what's, oh, what's wrong, God. Becky? Oh, God. I just saw a... I just saw... Oh, my God. I just saw a truck hit a toddler. That's awful. Oh, my God. The toddler pooped its pants. There's poop and blood all over the road. Uh, Becky, reining you back into uh, the theme of this podcast... Oh. Bec- Becky, let's uh, let's stay on let's stay on topic. <laughs> did did uh, pl- please 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 uh, explain if you can uh, what it was like growing up with Don. Was he was he a normal child? Was he uh, did he did he have a lot of friends? Not many friends. Be- Becky, I'm just uh, I've. I'm going to give you a second to compose yourself. Life. I'm going to give you a second to compose yourself. I don't and, uh, think I'm gonna my life to the... is going to be the same after today. Huh. Hello? No, I didn't see anything. No, I mean, I saw it, but I didn't... Do... No, I don't know. I don't know how long I've been here. Oh. I'm on the phone with my brother's friends. They're talking about his addiction to eating pussy. Yes, it's a real thing. so late to work. You know what, actually? I think I'm going to be okay. It was just, that was a lot to handle at once. I should be fine now. Whew. Hello. Hi. Sorry about that. I'm much better now. Good, good. That's great. Um, so, so what was it like growing up with Don? Don was an interesting child. He... <sighs> I don't, I mean, I don't, is this, is this, is this going to be public, or what can I say? You can just speak your truth, uh, anything that that you say, we can go back and look at later. It doesn't well, need to be published. if I had to speak my truth, because there's, I'm going to be honest, there hasn't been good blood with us for many years. Don went to juvenile detention because he tried clawing his way through my bed and eating my own pussy. And he did really? this multiple times, and he used to say, he used to say, with his disgusting, his disgusting voice, he used to say, Oh, well, I was sleepwalking. And I was like, Don, that's not an excuse. You can't just say you're sleepwalking. You were sleepwalking at 11 a.m.? 11 in the morning, Don? Really? You were sleepwalking. And he used to do this just gross, sick, nasty, froggy voice, he used to say, Oh, I'm sorry that I stay up all night. I'm sorry that I stay up all night and I sleep all day because I don't have a job. 
It just, I mean, that was to to an extent that was our relationship was me trying to not know this man who lived right next to me because I did not like him and nobody. And if you asked anybody in my family, they'd probably lie and they would probably like Justin. Justin, my other big gross brother, used to say, just big, tall, lanky, gross brother. He's gonna be a pilot. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's not gonna be a pilot. You remember, he, you know, he's been telling people, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm going to go fly this plane. You're not, not going to fly shit, Justin. He's colorblind. They don't let colorblind freaks fly planes. There will, there will be an expose on Justin, too, Becky. But um, I guess well, I'm curious how often these, these <clears throat> night terrors took Don. Well, I mean, night terrors, you might as well just call them terrors because they happen in all sense of the day. And like I said, he just used sleepwalking as an excuse every time. I remember one time there's this old woman that lived next to us named Mrs. Thomas, and she used to sit there. She was a third grade teacher, adorable old woman, married for, God, 50 plus years. Who knows? Don went over there while she was watering her flowers, and he put his large beak nose into her little pussy crevice, and he just sniffed real hard. And that shocked her so much that she had a heart attack. That's why he oh went to juvenile, because technically he he killed somebody. With, what his long, with his long, jagged moon rock nose that god knows how that came out of my mother god rest her soul even though she's not dead i still want to say rest her soul because it's been that much of a turmoil so uh how did he how did he get caught who turned him in well he caught him i mean there's only so i mean the whole neighborhood caught him it was a huge spectacle i remember i mean this was this 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 really brought everybody together because we removed the toxic you know presence in the neighborhood I think everybody was afraid of him. I mean, I'm afraid of him still. When you're dealing with somebody who's 11 feet tall, doesn't have eyes, has glass eyes, got a moon rock nose, got an Adam's apple that looks like there's a fucking, looks like there's a meat cleaver stuck in your throat. I mean, you are going to be afraid of this man. And he caught himself because we all got together and we said, fuck this guy. And that's my brother. But I don't, I don't technically call him my brother. Um, because I hate him. Have you, are you um, afraid of repercussions now that he's out? Well, he's going to his little Mongolian, uh, you know, Cambodian therapy session for, you know, however long, two weeks, whatever. He's going to be back. He's going to be doing the same thing. And I pray. I pray that he tries to come and do something to me because I'll tell you what I have. I have. I have guns and I have a lot of them. And if he tries to come near me, I've told him numerous times, and he knows this. You can ask him. I told him, if you come near me, so help me, God, so help me. So help me, God, I will gun you down like the dog in the street that you are. Uh, Becky, Becky, hold on a second. We are, in fact, actually getting a call from Cambodia, Mongolia. Um, Hunter, should I patch patch it through? Yeah, go ahead, right. go ahead. Okay, all right. Hello? Is, I can only assume this is Don. Uh, Don, hello? Are you there? Don, if you're there, just say something. I think he's afraid. Yep. Yeah, we're getting you through loud and clear, Don. <laughs> clear your throat, Don. Clear your throat. Get the pussy crystals out. <laughs> oh, he's very sick. Don, are you okay? <laughs> How is the rehabilitation going, Don? It's going okay. It's going okay. Uh, the, uh, Don, I'm the having a hard time subsiding? understanding you. Can you can you just try clearing your throat out one more time, big guy, please? Can you? How's that? 
Oh, that's great. You're much you're much clearer. So, uh, as I'm sure you heard, your your sister Becky is on the line. Um, and I assume you wanted the chance to defend yourself uh, against the accusations of pussy malfeasance. And I, I, I didn't do that. You did. You're saying you didn't do that. I didn't do that. Okay. Um. Well, there is. Well, a I'll community. be honest, Don. I mean, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Tom. I'll no, be no, honest. Go ahead. I, it, it seems like the evidence is kind of stacked against you. Honestly, I mean, we've had multiple. I mean, there's police records. There's all sorts of stuff of these dental records. De- literal, fact. literal dental records. I, I don't have teeth. Did you just say you don't have you don't have teeth? No, I don't have teeth. I don't have any of them. I don't have teeth. That's I, we've seen your teeth. Yeah, we've though. seen your teeth, Don. No. Okay. No, and I'll tell you something. When I come back, I'm gonna have a vengeance, and I'm going to I'm going to hunt you both down. So help me God. Okay, Don. Just getting a little ahead of yourself. You're being you're kind of being a tad threatening, and you know this podcast was not this this podcast isn't about Don. We had a whole fucking thing, the ream of topics we wanted to talk about, you know. And you're taking this and you're making it about you. And frankly, I don't appreciate <laughs> it, and I don't think my co-host you, appreciates you it. You sabotage this podcast. By not being here, by having to go and get help. What is that even supposed to be? What are you doing? I'm thinking. Thinking about what? About what I should be saying. I feel bad. I wish I. I wish I could have been there to record with you guys. I'm sorry, Tom. I. I'm. Don't. I'm not ready. I'm not. I'm not ready to forgive you. Me. Me. I'm sorry. You know. I'll be honest. I. I was kind of taken back by the allegations I heard today, but I think I am ready to 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 forgive. I think I'm ready to accept you back. But you gotta you gotta start cutting it out. You gotta start cutting it out. I know, I know. I'm so sorry, and I'm gonna try to be better. I swear. Well, you, you've got an opportunity here, Don, to start with your sister, who I think you've maybe hurt more than anyone. Uh... Don't get angry, Don. <laughs> You're making. <laughs> you've been making a lot of progress. Don't backslide. Would Don. you calm down? You're fucking acting like a maniac. Don, it's it's just your sister. Oh my god. Here, don't listen. Need to bark at her. Don, Don, would you just I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm okay. Okay. I forgive her. I forgive her for the lies that she's been spreading. And I hope I... that you guys can forgive me too for things that I never did. I don't you think that's a those. bit antagonistic? That seems like kind of a kind of a cop out. That doesn't seem like you're really taking yeah. accountability. No, no, no. I'm taking accountability for the things that I never did. No, do you see the contradiction though of what you're saying? No. Okay. Well, I don't think we're gonna get away with this, Don. I hope you have. I hope you take care of yourself. Spend those two weeks and get help, dude. For real. For real. We want oh, you back, yeah. Don. But we want you back fixed. We we we'll, I'll be back. I'll be back when. I'm good and goddamn ready, and when I come back, I'm not gonna have changed one fucking bit. I'm a rebel. Okay, well, I'm a rebel without seem a very cause. Healthy. Okay, but well, by saying you're a rebel without a cause, I mean that I don't even know what the fuck you're supposed to be saying with that. Are you like a hell's angel from 1968? Fuck you. Oh, he hung up. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, Becky, I'm sorry that you uh, you had to hear that. We thought maybe there might be a chance he could apologize, but he's clearly not ready. What? I- oh God. Oh, oh God! I think I'm getting a weird cell reception. Are you? Are you guys? Are you guys there? Are you yeah. guys? Can you hear you us? Th- Hello? Hello? Becky? Hello? Hello? Oh, I think that hurt. hurt. Yeah. Oh, Becky! Oh, she's gone. Oh no! Do you think this has been a helpful podcast, Tom? I feel like I've gotten a lot off my chest. I kind of feel like I've, I've almost confessed my sins in a weird way. Keep your wife. Keep your keep your daughters. 
Keep them safe. Keep them away. From Don. From Don. I cannot stress right. enough how much of a danger he is. I feel like this is this is our Halloween episode. <laughs> We're going to need some creepy music behind the whole thing. Well, this was our episode of Cream Crew Without Don. We hope that he gets uh, the help that he so desperately desires. I'm sure he'll be back next week and uh, not realize that he was on the call or try to lie. Don't you know? hold it against him. He is a piece of shit, but he's our piece of shit. Good day, everybody. <laughs>